All right, welcome back, ESPN 106.3. This is ESPN West Palm tonight with me, JMP. Uh, earlier today, I got a chance to talk with Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN front office insider, uh, joins us every single week. And uh, the first thing that Mr. T and I talked about uh, was Dr. Anthony Fauci coming out today and saying that the NFL needs a bubble similar to the N- to the NBA uh, and whether that means that we're in danger of NFL games not starting on time. Well, I think um, it was obviously a necessary statement by Dr. Fauci. And I think if we go back to the beginning, JMP, we talked a lot about in the country that we had a flat in the curve. And I think we have to be realistic that when sports returns, be it MLB, whenever that happens, or um, certainly basketball in the NFL, there's going to be positive tests. And I think there has to be reasonable precautions to deal with that proactively. So that's probably going to be expanded testing, expanding rosters, and players will, you know, quickly morph between active and quarantine. And, you know, that's just the reality of this virus. And that's the reality of the situation. And I think that's what's going to happen until, you know, we have a vaccine. But when people come in contact with one another, you know, we're going to see a spike in cases. That's just you know, that's what we're dealing with. I think a lot of us are focused on, um, and, and the same thing with our own lives, you know, not to minimize the coronavirus, but, um, you know, we're excited when things are open. We're excited when it's kind of back to normal. Um, so are we looking at a realistic possibility that the NFL season after all indications were it's going to start on time. Are there things that may cause it to not start on time? I've I've always said this and I still stand by this. I think the fact that the city of Tampa Bay can host the Super Bowl all the way into March leads me to believe that we're going to play a season. Now it may be a little bit different. It may feel a little bit different, but I think when it's all said and done, JMP, We'll have a season and it'll be maybe it's 14 games. Maybe there's no buy. Maybe there's no Pro Bowl. But I just think that by the time we get to September and October, we'll, we'll continue to learn more. I think, you know, that every day will be a day closer to a vaccine. So it may not be perfect from day one. There may be some growing pains. There may be some bumps in the road. But I'm just hard-pressed to think that when it's all said and done, that I would think there'll be some season. Again, it may be different. Players may be in a village, which is what's going on with the NBA. But my gut is we will play um, a meaningful season this year. Yeah, I certainly hope you're right. And I think uh, all all football fans echo those sentiments. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN, uh, front office analyst joining us at Real Tannenbaum. Uh, Great follow on social media. Great information. Um, so Colin Kaepernick, uh, you had interesting comments, I thought, from Chargers coach Anthony Lynn saying that um, it would be crazy not to consider him, um, you know, in terms of when players get to work out. It, it, it's interesting, Mike, if this becomes mostly a football decision, um, realistically, I would think that he couldn't really be signed before training camp, right? Like he would be the type of player where if you're looking at it from mostly a football standpoint, you want to see, um, you know, what his health is like and what his skills are like from being away from the game for a long time. I think you could sign him beforehand. 
Um, I think that's a possibility. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, if I had interest in the player, I was with a team, you, you would want to sign just from a standpoint that's every day that he could, you know, look at the playbook, get to know the system. So I think there would be a sense of urgency if ultimately you had an interest to sign him. Um, if you had a guess right now, and obviously it could change, uh, is Kaepernick in the NFL uh, in 2020? You know, I hope so. My gut is, yeah, probably, just given, you know, all the recent sort of developments that we're seeing. So it seems like there's some momentum building. Now, obviously he hasn't signed yet, but my gut would say yes. Mike Tannenbaum joining us, uh, former executive with the Dolphins and Jets, now, of course, with the ESPN. Um, Time uh, for my weekly Packers question. Uh, CBSSports.com, latest national publication to uh, throw some shade seemingly at Aaron Rodgers. They do not have him listed as a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Agree or disagree, Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be uh, in the top 10. Yeah, I, I, I see him as a top 10, probably top five. I mean, you know, they did get to the championship game last year. He played well. We keep talking about how they don't have weapons. So um, isn't that the sign of greatness when you elevate the player of the people around you? So if he's not top 10, um, I guess I'm not quite sure what that looks like anymore. Well, um, is there a hierarchy? Is there a clear ranking um, when you're, you know, ranking the quarterbacks of like who your top five would be? Yeah, I think it's clearly Patrick Mahomes is number one. I mean, you could draw a big line after that. I think Rodgers, Breeze, Brady, I think they're all in the conversation after that. Interesting. Um, you wrote about Philip Rivers uh, on at Real Tannenbaum on social media. You talked about him as a player in decline. Um, are you not buying him as, you know, somebody that could be a one-year answer for the Indianapolis Colts? Where are you with Philip Rivers? Yeah, he might be JMP, but I think he's uh, somebody that, his best days are behind him. I think that team's uh, really well built. I think Chris Ballard's done a great job. And um, he, he may be the, the weak link of that team. Um, I think he was really good for a long time. Um, just don't know about the arm strength and decision-making anymore. And uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm a little skeptical on that one. We'll, we'll see how that one plays out. Mike Tannenbaum joining us here on ESPN West Palm tonight, JMP with the on ESPN 106.3. Uh, interesting, the Niners give Kyle Shanahan a six-year contract extension. They obviously, you know, were one quarter away from a Super Bowl victory last year. Um, what coaches in the NFL, um, if you're an executive, do you, without questions asked, give a six-year contract extension to uh, and feel good about it? Not many. I mean, that's that's a long time. You know, that's a very, very short list. That's Bill Belichick. That's Mike Tomlin. That's Pete Carroll, Andy Reid, maybe John Harbaugh. Um, but gosh, that's a really, really short list. You know, six years for a coach is, let's face it, that's just a long time in, a, in our system in this day and age. What is, and, and you know, you've had to make this decision several times, um, somebody has like a year left on their contract. Um, how do you balance out the, you think they might be worthy of an extension. You don't want them to go into a lame duck. Is that overrated? How, how do you deal with those type of situations where all of a sudden you have questions about a coach and his contract status? Yeah. You got to, you want to stay ahead of it the best you can. 
because obviously it's, it impacts so many people in an organization. So you just try to do the best you can over communicate. And um, it's one of those things where it's, it's hard because you don't want to go too early. Um, those are hard deals to do to kind of thread the needle. Last few things there with Mike Tannenbaum here on ESPN 1063. Um, Mike, you, and I know you got a great team around you. You guys are, you know, very much studying uh, what's going on with other sports and, you know, whether it's coming back from COVID-19, um, you know, some of the economics. So I wanted to, to ask you, get some thoughts about basketball and baseball. I'll start with basketball. Um it seemed like it was all systems go um, to come back to this bubble uh, situation on July 31st in Orlando. Now you've got this third party of players. Uh, Kyrie Irving is the big player mentioned uh, that are expressing disagreements. Um, what do you make of what's going on now with these guys and how it could or couldn't impact the NBA yeah, you know, collective bargaining, collective bargaining, JMP, is tough. You can't please everybody. And, again, people are going to test positive. Like, we got to be very, you know, realistic and sober about this. Um, there's not a vaccine. Like, it's going to take, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. And we have to understand that people are going to test positive, uh, assuming there's going to be some noteworthy players that test positive. But, um I think, you know, the powers to be have made the determination that the risk is reasonable. The precautions are reasonable. And to the extent, I thought Adam Silver made some insight, interesting points, James, when he talked about, hey, you know, it's not just economics. We're, we're going back for our fans. You know, there'll be a psychological sort of like excitement about it. It keeps social injustice in the conversation. I think there's a lot of intangibles about you know, a sport returning to play. And candidly, I think Major League Baseball missed an enormous opportunity where they kind of literally just dominated the uh, sports landscape. And I think they're going to look back and say, like, that was an enormous missed opportunity. Yeah, so the easy thing to do with Major League Baseball is to, to and, and this is where I am, is to, to rip it apart and say, you know, this is why they're so far behind, you know, the NFL and the NBA. I'm curious as you look at this, though, is there any justification that I don't see that the average fan doesn't see as to what they are doing? No, I agree because to me, let's go back to the NFL draft, right? The ratings were beyond historic. And whatever the differences were, they could have said, hey, you know what? There's a time and place to fight about it. But right now, our country needs live sports. And in terms of like the future of our game, it's unquantifiable the advantage we would get by uh, playing. Like nobody else is playing. Like I, I just, to me, whatever the differences were, like, like let's get in the room, let's split the difference, and let's get rolling. Um, last thing for me. So when you have situations, and I imagine you've seen it in the NFL before, and you know, I'll use an example with the NBA. So LeBron James is – you know, one of the, the key voices, not just in the league, but in the Players Association, you know, he's helped work with Adam Silver and paving the way for them to come back. You've got teammates, you know, on the Lakers, Dwight Howard, Avery Bradley, that are part of this coalition that don't necessarily want to come back. Um, 
Do those things ever cross over into hard feelings once games are back? Or is there a clear separation between the business side of thing and once games start, you guys are all on the same team? Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, what? there's a time for business and there's a time to play. And when we go out there, we're going to try to beat the Clippers and win a championship. So there's a time and place for both. And I've seen too many – you know, negotiations get so not acrimonious, but where players will weigh in and want a teammate back. But you know, JMP, there's a time and place for that, and there's a time and place to go to go try to win a championship. So I think all that once the ball's in the air, like let's go, fellas, like we're trying to win. And um, you know, right now I think people are trying to figure it out. You know, what's best for themselves, the health of their loved ones. You know, these are truly unprecedented times, and candidly, you know, every family is having those conversations. Theirs are just playing out more publicly. Yeah, no question. Mike, great stuff as always, and we'll uh, we'll talk with you next week. Great, thank you. All right, so there you have it. Great stuff from Mike Tannenbaum. You can hear that full interview. It'll be up shortly, soundcloud.com slash West Palm tonight. Um, right now, soundcloud.com slash Evco Radio, or if you subscribe to Evan Cohen and McLovin on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts, uh, a great conversation with Jack Nicholas. Um, you'll hear parts of that coming up next here on ESPN 1063.